0: I've literally sold hundreds of thousands of dollars of my own personal artwork, and I'm going to show you today some essential tips to start selling your work to a wider audience today, right here on The Thriving Christian Artist. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the channel. So glad you're here to find out some essential tips for Selling your artwork and getting it out there to as many people as possible, so that you can create that consistent income that we all want as artists, and really do the thing that God's created you to do, uh, and live as an artist in His kingdom. Listen, I'm going to go through ten things today, pretty quickly, <laughs> to to make sure to get this good information in you. Uh, at the end, I'm also going to give you a free download called the Christian Artist Art Biz Starter Kit, which is going to be a great companion to everything that I'm teaching. You you uh, today. It's actually a workbook that you can go through and um, not just get information, but also answer questions that will help you really flesh out a lot of the things that we're talking about today. So make sure uh, to listen to the end and also to um, be sure to click the link that's here in the description so that you can uh, grab that. All right. So here's the deal. Like I said, in the intro, I've personally sold hundreds of thousands of dollars of my own personal artwork. I've also sold tons and tons of other people's artwork as well uh, in my gallery and in studio over the years. And I've learned that there is no silver bullet. Anybody that tells you that, oh, if you'll just do this one thing or that one thing or this magic strategy, you know, it'll get you to uh, millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars, even tens of thousands of dollars of sales. It's just not true. Listen, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been making and selling over 30 years and uh fads come and go, technology comes and goes, but here's the one thing that does not come and go, marketing multiplicity. <laughs> when you learn to create a multiplicity of marketing strategies in your business, you are creating stability and you're creating insurance in your art business so that you can withstand economic ups and downs, you can, uh, you know, withstand inflation, you can withstand pandemics and all the other crazy stuff uh, that comes along for us as artists. Remember, you're not just an artist, you're an artist and an entrepreneur. And when you learn to treat uh, your art as a business, uh, you start to actually see the fruit of that showing up on your bottom line and actually in your bank account. So I wanna give you 10 things today that are really essential tips learning how to promote your ARC and and starting to to build uh, that that marketing framework of of multiplicity. Um, And I want to just get these into you as quickly as possible. So here we go. All right. The first one is define your target audience. Years ago, I remember hearing somebody say, hey, if you try to sell to everybody, you're not selling to, to really anybody. And that is so true. So many artists use the shotgun approach of just doing, going to, to any sale, to any client, to, to any store, to any gallery that they can get, get their work in front of. But that's one of the worst things you can do. You've got to begin to find out where there is connection in the marketplace for what you do. And while we always do that through Trial and error. We can also do that now through, you know, researching uh, the market. We can do that through looking at other artists who are doing the same things that we want to do and finding out what shows and galleries and, and, uh, you know, marketing, uh, things that they're doing, marketing strategies they're employing in their business, uh, to be able to get out there in front of people and what markets are working for them. And so as you begin to, not only put your work out there, but watch who's responding, you begin to collect data about who is your ideal client. And once you know who your ideal client is, you can begin to craft specific strategies in order to get in front of them. I tell my students all the time in our Created to Thrive Artist Mentoring Program, listen, If you're ever wondering if a marketing strategy is worth pursuing, the first question, and really one of the only questions that you need to be asking, is, does this opportunity get me in front of my ideal client? If it does and the numbers work, then very likely it's a great strategy for you to be thinking about. But you got to know who that ideal client is and how to get in front of them on a regular basis, all right? Number two, build an online presence. This is huge, and I, you may be saying, well, gosh, I've got a YouTube channel, I've got an Instagram following, I've got a Facebook you know, following, I've got something on TikTok and that sort of thing. Is that enough? I would say absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this a couple of years ago, but Facebook went dark for uh, a whole day, Instagram's gone down before, TikTok has its glitches, uh, LinkedIn, all, all of these you know, technology platforms have their glitches, and if your whole business is based on a social media platform. Number one, you are are living off of vanity metrics. Oh, I got this many likes, I got this many followers, great. Are they buying anything? And more importantly, do you have their email address? Because my friend, your Instagram account, your YouTube account, your Facebook account can get shut down like that. And if you don't have people's email, uh, you're gonna be in a bad situation, all right? I know people, Who that's happened to and it shut down their complete business. So part of building an online presence is not just social media, which is obviously very important, but it's about building a website as the hub of all of your marketing activities. What does that mean? That means every, uh, you know, post that you're putting out there, everything that you're doing from a print, from an online, from an audio and video and, uh, you know, and and in the community. All of the marketing efforts that you're using in your business, guess what they need to be doing? They need to be going back to your website, bringing people back to your website and giving them the opportunity to actually click a button, click a link, download something and become a part of your mailing list. So you have the opportunity to begin to market to them, share your work with them, share your story with them and ultimately lead them uh, to a sale. All right. So you've got to build an online presence. Now, number 3, develop a compelling brand. What is branding? Branding is essentially telling your story in the marketplace. And you know, if you don't decide what that story is going to be, if you don't decide how people are going to interpret you and understand what it is that you do, guess what? The market will decide that for you. And I don't know any artist that wants that to happen. And so as you create a compelling brand with the video and photography that you put out there, the social media posts, the emails that you send, the print media, all of the packaging, any of sort of the branding things that you're creating with your website and your logo and collateral materials, all of those things are working together to tell a story and create a perception of who you are. And as you know, perception is reality. When people perceive that you are exclusive, high-end, you're sought after, your, your work is special, you're somebody that can be trusted and highly recommended, guess what? It drives your price up. It drives the exclusivity of, of your work up. You don't want to have everybody have access to your work. You want to create a brand that attracts who? Your ideal client. And so understanding that ideal client will be absolutely one of the primary drivers to to creating this compelling online brand. You're going to create photography and messaging and websites and a look and feel, not that just looks good to you, but one that you know connects with your ideal client and going to make it more and more likely for them to buy from you. All right. Number next four. All right create high quality visual content. What do I mean? Well, as you're putting things out there, you know, you need to make sure that it's beautiful and make sure that it represents your work well. One of the things I've done over the years, uh, because I do woven sculpture and paintings, I take pictures of my work in the homes of my clients after I install the piece. It's a huge way to create a perception of elegance and exclusivity, it's a it's a wonderful way to communicate to my ideal client who is, for me, a, a luxury mountain home owner uh, that's a multimillionaire that is, uh has maybe two or three vacation homes. Uh, I'm communicating to them through my visual content, through my photography, that guess what? My work is of the quality that you expect. My work is in homes like yours. My work can fit in your home and you should consider me. All of that's done through what? the high quality visual content that I'm producing. So make sure that as you're photographing your work, even with your social media posts, uh, make sure with your b roll on your videos as you're, as you're videoing yourself in the studio, make sure that it's all of a quality that represents who you are and what you wanna communicate into the marketplace. And again, does it resonate not only with you as an artist, but with your ideal client? That is huge because the name of the game in marketing is not who can put the most marketing out there, who can get the most hashtags. The name of the game is how can I strategically get in front of my ideal client and connect with them In a way that's going to really, you know, result in either uh, a referral or a sale or both. All right. Number five then would be engage with your audience. There's no need in putting out all of this social media content and not talking to people. (laughs) So when you put out social media content on Instagram or on Facebook or on TikTok or on on YouTube, when you send out an email, ask people to respond. Ask people questions. And when they respond, duh, talk back to them. (laughs) Be interested in what they're doing. Cultivate conversation. Ask questions that will allow you to Understand your ideal client, your ideal prospect in a better way so that you can continue to position what you do in a way that will resonate with them. All right. So engage with them in any way possible, not just online, but also in person as well. Are there organizations? Are there uh, partnership organizations? Are there events in uh, your town, restaurants and, and, and uh, you know, nonprofit opportunities? Are there places that you can get in front of and engage with, learn more about, get to know your ideal client? Listen, this is absolutely something you need to be doing. You can't sit in the studio and sit behind your computer all day long and never have engagement with uh, your ideal client. You need to get to know them. And what makes them tick? Because when you do, you can not only create for them, you're creating with them and you're creating a brand and communicating in a way that really lets them know, hey, this person is somebody that I would really consider and would like to uh, buy art from. All right. Next goes right along with that. Participate in art communities and also events, exhibitions, things like that in your local area. Listen, I'm a big proponent of being a part of your local art guild, um, being a part of a a mentoring community of artists like ours we have created to thrive. We've got artists from all over the world in just about every creative medium. It's a huge opportunity for, uh, you know, not only getting to know best practices, but also building a community and building friendships. But it's also a way to learn what's going on in the art world. So as you're out there in art communities, as you're out there participating in events, you're going to find out other events. You're going to find out other opportunities. You're going to learn the things that are working for artists and the things that are not working uh, for artists. You're going to learn about grant opportunities, residency uh, opportunities. These are important. The other thing is when you're involved in local art communities and events, you begin to be the person that, that others are thinking about when they think about your creative medium. For example, as a basket maker, as somebody that does woven sculpture out of, out of natural materials, not a lot of people do that. And so when I'm out there talking about what I'm doing, anytime somebody says something about a basket or sculpture or nature, guess who comes to people's mind? Me. (laughs) And you want to be that person in whatever you do as well. And the more that you're out there in art communities and the more you're out there at events and networking at your chamber of commerce or wherever, the more you're going to have the opportunity to be uh, that person in your local area. All right. Now, number seven, utilize email marketing. I know I already talked about this a little bit, but I want to just dive a little bit deeper because your email marketing is really giving you the opportunity to get into a very close space with your ideal client. You're going when you go into somebody's email, into someone's inbox, they're giving you permission to come into their world. They're saying, "Hey, they're they're raising their hand. They're saying, "I want to get, you know, messages from you. I want to learn more about you. I want to find out what you're selling and what you're offering and how I could potentially take you know advantage of that, so never ever ever take for granted your email marketing. At least once a month, be sending something to uh, your email list. I would hope you know some of you are are doing twice a month. Some of you even are doing it uh, once a week. But using any opportunity you can, a new commission, a new project, a new inspiration, a new sale, a new collection, a new show. Anything that's coming up, just life stuff that's happening, you want to use these opportunities to, again, communicate via email, not just social media, so that people get used to hearing from you. They get used to clicking. Remember, your subject line, the whole point of your subject line in an email is to get people to click or get people to open, and the whole point of your content is to get people to click and go into uh, another opportunity, either to purchase, to refer, uh, you know, to buy a piece of art, to buy a class, you know, to register for something, whatever it might be. But don't leave email marketing, uh, you know, on, on the back burner thinking that that's passe. It is the only way that you have ultimate control of your marketing uh, beyond just social media and, and all the other things that are that are happening out there. All right. Number eight, collaborate and cross pollinate. Listen, I'm a big, big proponent of being friends with other artists. And um, actually, years ago, I created something called the Western North Carolina Design Guide. And I got 23 of my friends that were great artists who I knew we kind of all sort of had the same ideal client. And we created a book together. We started marketing together. We had a website. We would do shows together, pop-up shows, exhibition shows. Guess what? We all made a lot of money. (laughs) We all made a lot of connections just by introducing each other to our current client base. And then every time we would sell something, we would introduce uh, our new clients to our other friends. And there was tons and tons of cross-pollination. Any way that you can do that through a website link, through an email newsletter, through, you know, learning to uh, post those uh, people that you're interested in as friends on, you know, in in your uh, art marketing world, posting about them on on social media. Though any way you can cross collaborate with them and, and cross promote is huge. Why? Because usually it's free. You've got an email list, say, of a couple of thousand people. Your friends have got an email list of of a few thousand people. And guess what? They're very likely to want to know about what you do and and vice versa, especially when you don't compete creatively. And so the more you get used to thinking about that, not only with link sharing campaigns, social media sharing campaigns, but also email events, things like that, you're just leveraging uh, what all of you have built uh, and the success of your art business, you're leveraging that for each other. Think if you got five friends together who each had a 1,000 people on their email list, which is very, very reasonable for most artists. That's now putting you in front of 4,000 other people that don't know you for free, that you know are, are interested in art and potential buyers. That's huge. All right? Number nine, develop strategic partnerships. Now, I know I've talked about this a little bit already, but I want to really drive this home. I can remember in the pandemic, remember the pandemic? I know it's kind of a blur, but I remember in the pandemic when everybody was freaking out and, oh, galleries are shut down and shows are shut down and what are we going to do? Guess what? Some of my clients, my students in my mentoring program, because they learned to do what I've been teaching for years, which is develop a network of strategic partnerships, guess what? Most of them had their best years ever during the pandemic years. You know why? Because one of the interesting things that was happening during that that time is that interior designers and builders and landscape architects and all these sort of people, guess what? They were booming with business. And that luxury market, because it was booming in business, guess what? Those people needed art. And they were looking to those trusted partners to connect them with people who they could buy art from. Guess who that is? Me and you. So when you develop a network of strategic partnerships, not just galleries, but stores, trusted advisors, restaurants, country clubs, private organizations, uh, interior designers, the the list is endless. You begin to develop a relationship with people and, and form a network that is sending you constant business. I can tell you definitively the most business that I sold over the years in my art business definitively was not online, was not social media. You know where it came from? Referrals from partners and referrals from clients. When you treat people right and when you get out there and let people get to know you and trust your work and you do a great job, you will never, ever, ever have to worry about um, an ongoing flow of business uh, in your art business. All right? And then number 10, all right, continuously educate yourself uh, through marketing about your, you know, about your art business. Listen, one of the reasons that we started the Create to Thrive Artist Mentoring Program is because there was such a huge deficit in the lives of artists who were talented, who were excited, who were filled with passion, but who had no clue how to create consistent income in their art business on a, on a regular basis, much less glorify the Lord and live the life that they felt like God had created them to live. So you've got to be serious about continually educating yourself on the latest, greatest marketing strategies, on the latest, greatest things that are happening in the art world, in, in your local area, in your own art techniques and how people not only are selling art, but, but making art, developing a habit of continuing education in your life, either through a mentoring program like ours or trying to do it yourself, which is a whole lot harder, but I won't get into that right now. <laughs> you Once you are developing that habit of learning, you are ensuring your success for the long term. And so you've got to continue uh, to be involved in that continuing education process. Listen, my friend, when you do those 10 things, all right, I'm going to go back through them one more time. Continuously educate yourself through mentoring, uh, develop strategic partnerships, collaborate and cross promote, utilize email marketing, participate in art communities and events, engage with your audience, develop a compelling brand, give high quality visual content, build an online presence, and also define your target audience. Listen, when you do those, You are building a massive machine, a marketing machine for yourself that's going to be a part of building a strong foundation and a consistent income for you on a regular basis as an artist. Listen, my friend, thank you for spending some time with me. I hope that you will begin to implement those things. Be sure to download uh, our Artist Starter Kit, all right? It's, again, a simple way for you to kind of build on Everything that I was just teaching you, it's a printable uh, PDF that you can get and start actually working out some of the things that I just told you about and really a whole lot more and also find out more about the opportunities that we have in Created to Thrive to help you not only grow your art business, but grow yourself as an artist from a uniquely Christian perspective. I love you, my friend. Be sure to leave a comment. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to hit the like button and I will see you again right here um, on our channel. Thanks a lot. Bye.